welcome to season three of Inspo Podcast. This season, I'm answering your questions. So any question that I get that I think is valuable and I think that would have helped me when I first started, I'm going to give it all to you. Whether you're listening in your car or listening at home, I hope you enjoy season three of Inspo Podcast with Jenna Cash. Good morning, Inspo Podcast listeners. It's Jenna here with SoCo Lashes. And today we are talking about feeling overwhelmed. And uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but I get between 100 and 300 messages each day. So I talk to so many of you. And if I have spoken to you, hello. And thank you. Thank you for supporting my podcast. Um, But I wanted to give you guys some tips on how I um, eliminate overwhelm, you know, if possible. And the thing is, We all have so much going on and I know if you're listening to this, you probably own a lash business, maybe you're starting, maybe you're still in school and you just look ahead and you look at where people are 10 years ahead of you and you're like, oh my God, how, how am I going to do this? Or maybe you're starting a a lash company retail line and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? I'm going to give you some tips that really, really help me when I'm feeling overwhelmed and something that is really nice to know. And it it was the most simple thing, but for whatever reason, this clicked and it really helped me, you know, simplify everything. Because when you're able to simplify things, it gets rid of a lot of the overwhelm because it's just, you know, you feel like you're supposed to be doing 10 things at once. And when you're overwhelmed, you're feeling multiple different emotions about one incident. But most of the time, you're feeling multiple different emotions about multiple different events. So I'm going to give you an example of something that I was really feeling overwhelmed with and why. Okay, so if you are a company who wants to get lash artists together and you start like a lash bash, awesome. Love, love, love. Um, What I would highly recommend is learning how to properly pitch a collaboration to a company because you know, I've had maybe like over last month, probably like 200 pitches, but like nobody actually sends me a pitch. Um, I'm not sure if you are familiar with Lash Booth Collective. This is a little um, side passion project that I've started. And our first year was absolutely free. We didn't charge for these events. And our first paid event is actually going to be at um, Lash Uh, lash conferences here in Pasadena and it's $99 and at this event we are going to be teaching lash artists how to properly collaborate with companies. We're going to teach you how to organize your company, how to get your company on paper so that people understand what you're doing and how to properly pitch a collaborative idea um, so that it's very clear that this is beneficial to both parties because I think the thing that people don't realize, you know, I probably get 10, a minimum, minimum of 10 messages a day from a lash artist saying, Hey, I'd love to collaborate. And I know what collaborate means. I know what to them, what they'd love to collaborate means. They, that means they want me to send them free product and they want me to pay for shipping. And then they want to tag me in my product. But the thing is people buy our product and they pay full price and they tag us because they appreciate us. So that is not a collaboration that is beneficial to any lash company. So if you're trying to pitch a collaboration to a company 
it has to be equally beneficial. Um, so you just have to figure out a way to do that. And if you are like, I don't know, come to our Lash Booth Collective event at Lash Conference. Um, this is what I do at my yearly uh, business retreat for lash artists. And um, the our past two retreats, we opened it up to other entrepreneurs. We actually had somebody who was a photographer. We had somebody who did, I think like web design. Well, we had a podcaster. And this is really like a blank slate, um, easy for any entrepreneur, honestly, to fill in the blank. Um, but, uh, of course, Lash Booth Collective, it's going to be focused on lash artists, but I'm going to teach you all of that, how to do it, how to actually get something beneficial out of a collaborative and how to get people to want to collaborate with you. So I cannot wait to meet everybody. It's going to be so fun. If you're at Lash Conference, you've got to come. It's 99 bucks and you're going to leave with so many tools in your belt and I can't wait to meet you. And there's I believe a hundred seats available. So, um, come, I can't wait to meet you and get you some new skills, but okay, let's, uh, sidestep and, um, trigger, <laughs> untrigger my ADD. So here's what happened in one week. I had, I want to say five girls reach out to me and this was just a coincidence. So these five girls were part of Lash Bash, but I don't, even to this day, because it's never been explained to me is Lash Bash like like a corporation and everybody goes off of one. Do people just steal the, the, the name Lash Bash CA for Lash Bash California? Or is there like someone behind that? I don't understand what it is. So the fact that I don't even really understand what that is, that obviously shows that this is like a huge <laughs> clarity that needs to happen. You know, if you're pitching something to somebody, they should probably know everything. The second thing I want to say that's extremely important, if you are having an event and you're asking somebody to donate free product or whatever you're asking, if you're asking them for something for free, you also need to say, hey, make sure that you include a return label because anything that isn't used, we will send back. And an example of this was um, this party, this um gosh, I don't even remember what it was. See, I don't even remember where it was. And that's the thing. If you don't do a proper collaboration, I have no idea if this was even beneficial to us. So I don't even know the name of the first one I sent it to. So they tagged us in the pictures. Wonderful. They told us there were 50 people. So we sent, I think we sent 40 kids. Um, and there were like maybe 20 people in the photo. So of course, initially I'm like, are they going to send the extra items back? Or are they just like, what did what there's no clarity on that. So please clarify that if anything that isn't used and we're taking a picture, here's a head count. You can see how many people it will be shipped back. That is the professional thing to do. And I will tell you if the other party reaches out to us again, I will not be collaborating because that's not right. You don't just, you know, keep product from a small company. If it wasn't used, that, that's not part of the collaboration, but to be honest, there was nothing in writing. So where do you go from here? So I would say, um, make sure you clarify who you are and don't write from your personal page, right? So write from the page that you're doing the event from. So for example, Wednesday with Texas Lash Bash, her and three other girls are putting on Texas Lash Bash. Lash, oh God, say that 10 times fast. Texas Lash Bash or Lash Bash Texas. You guys know what it is. Um, so anyways, I had two girls from this other Lash Bash reaching out to me. And coincidentally, these other three girls from Texas reached out to me too. And I'm like, 
five, wow, there's like so many different people in one week. That's weird. So I sent this stuff off to the first group. And then a couple weeks later, I heard from one of the Texas girls and um, they're like, Hey, uh, just seeing if you're still interested. And the thing is, I was like, yeah, I already sent the product out. You guys shot me a picture. You, you sent me a picture. And she was like, well, we didn't even send you the address. And I'm like, what? Do you see where this is going? It is so unorganized. So if you want to look professional and like you have everything in order, at least make sure people know who you are and you're writing from the page that you are promoting. So yes, now I have three different people who I'm like, who, who am I talking to? Not only do I have three different people from this one particular, it's not even going to be happening in Texas. It's happening in a different state. So there was a lot of elements that were extremely confusing. And I have no idea at this point. I'm like, okay, can you please clarify who's a, who's a part of this group? I've you know not seen any official paperwork is this just something you guys are throwing together? Is this an actual event? Like what, what is happening? So from a business's standpoint, from, you know, reaching out to small businesses like myself, it is a deterrent when somebody is unorganized. Um, and if you guys don't have a page, then you guys need to create a group chat. If there's three people putting this event on, then you guys do a group chat with all three of you, because what happens if I were to have sent three different, you know, um, boxes to each of these people or one box to each people and send three like it's too much so on your standpoint like you just make it easy and simple and let me help you but I can't help you if I don't know what I'm doing so there's just one thing that I was extremely overwhelmed with this doesn't even include my kids being out for summer this doesn't include um, anything that's happening in my personal life. This doesn't include, you know, when we're having tech issues at work, this doesn't include all of my day-to-day activities, the podcast, the YouTube channel, my clients that I lash, my education program, um, filling orders. So if, if you guys can just see how that can easily be swept under the rug where I'm like, I don't even know what's happening here. So I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have time for this, you know, so be very clear because, you know, everything is overwhelming. So as clear as you can be, please have a pitch, please have some type of, you know, information that you're sending. And if you don't know how to do that, come to our Lash With Collective. I will teach you how to do it. And I will teach you how to properly pitch a collaborative idea to somebody. So that's one piece of overwhelm. So you can already see where I'm like, I don't, what? So that has been at the bottom of my priority. So I want you guys to take a list of everything that you are feeling overwhelmed about. Write it down. I don't have time to fit in between picking up my daughter, dropping off my daughter from camp and or school to picking her up. There's not enough hours in the day to do everything that I need to do, right? So that's that's definitely a really big stressor and that can make you feel overwhelmed. So you can say, not enough time. You can say, um, Okay, I had a client or a customer who was unhappy with a product. Okay, put that down. I want you guys to write every single thing down and, um, you know, just get it on paper because something that I just actually learned was that you're 42% more likely to actually accomplish something if you write it down and you see it. According to two, to who? I don't know. Apparently it's 42%. I'm sure that the numbers are skewed from year to year, but you're more likely to get something done if you write it down. Write it down. Look at all of the things. Then I want you to actually prioritize what's most important. And I think probably the most important time is time management, right? And the thing is, you're not going to be able to fit everything in one day. 
You're just not going to. It's impossible. But there are things that you can do, you know, at home that maybe you're doing at work or something, right? So try and figure out how to eliminate whatever you can in your day. And, you know, maybe you just don't have enough time to live this, you know, lifestyle that you're trying to live. So you're going to have to cut back a little bit. My biggest piece of advice is simplify, simplify. All right, so get you some post-its, write everything down. What I want you to do is I want you to do two different rows. I want you to do your top row is going to be all of the things that make a profit. In a business, you have to make money, right? Yes, of course, you have to do some things that don't, but priority is you have to make money. A business is just a hobby if you're not profitable. So I want you to put all of your priorities that are stressing you out and making you feel overwhelmed at the top of your, um, uh, on row one. Then all of those other things that aren't making you money, but you still feel are important, like, you know, doing this slash bash is really important to me. I really want to, <laughs> I just don't, I, I'm like, what am I doing here? Who, what am I sending? Who am I sending this to? What is happening? So make sure you, the top is how much, which items are making you a profit. The bottom is which items that you're passionate about, but you know, just don't come first. I want you to start organizing which one is most important. You can look at them. You, if you're not sure, just make your best educated guess, which is most important. And I want you to take that, that first piece and I want you to look at it. If this is oftentimes, this is what we're feeling overwhelmed with. There isn't enough time in the day to do everything. I want you to feel how that grab that piece of paper and understand the feelings. What are you feeling? I'm feeling stressed out because of money. I'm feeling like I can't do everything by myself. I'm feeling like nobody helps me. I'm feeling like I don't want to do this anymore. All of these things that you're feeling. And I want you to actually think about, are you really feeling these things or are they coming up because you're overwhelmed? Because likely you do want to continue to do this because you like it. Um, likely you, you know, you could use help, but you could also do this by yourself. And I love this saying, we all have 24 hours in each day, but each of us tend to spend each hour doing things differently. Like some people sleep in and some people get up at four in the morning. You know, you have to really decide what you want to do with each hour. If you want to spend it sleeping, great, spend it sleeping, but it's going to add to your overwhelm. I really, really recommend waking up early and doing, you know, an hour or two after your kids go to bed. It is exhausting. When you own a business, you work eight days a week. You work eight days a week. There is no day off. There's no day that you don't work multiple hours because it is a new business. You know, something that it drives me crazy when I I have new lash artists coming to me and they're like, oh, I need new clients. And, And then, you know, listen, I don't mind helping people, but you get to the point where you're like, are you, can you be helped? Because here's the scenario. You need more clients, but you don't have, you, you don't work evenings and you don't work weekends. And also Monday's your day off. Let me tell you something. If this is how you're going to run your business, you're going to have a very, very difficult time. And I don't know, maybe, maybe entrepreneurship isn't for you. When you start a business for your first two, minimum two to five years, you are there every day. Yep. Every day. If you don't want to be there every day, don't be a business owner. And that is the cold, hard truth. This is where people get it wrong. You are available every day. You don't take Mondays and Tuesdays off. You're not an employee. You own a business. So huge, huge, huge. Delegate to yourself how many hours you want to do on each item. How many hours do you want to lash? Write that down. If you want to lash for four hours and it takes you two hours to do a client, guess what? 
you have two clients a day. If you can't afford to live off of two clients a day, then that doesn't work. That's not realistic. So change that to a realistic number. And then as your business, your side hustle grows, then you can kind of slowly eliminate the other things. But when, when you start a business, what I would love for people to understand, if you don't like working full-time plus overtime for free, you're not going to go to mirror. You're, get, you're going to get nowhere because that is what starting a business means. It means that you have to work your full-time job that pays your bills and you have to work a part-time job that you're starting to work on your passion project, your business, whatever. That is the truth of what that means. And it's so overwhelming because here's the thing, after six months and you're not seeing much growth at all, you're like, I'm profiting $400 a month. Do you realize that $400 a month is less than $14 a day? $14 a day. And then you take a look and you're like, nobody told me that starting a new lash company meant that, oh my God, I have to pay for shipping products. You guys, shipping products are not cheap. Each of our boxes are a dollar, a do- maybe a little. I think they're like 90, 90 cents, <clears throat> 90 cents. Okay, no big deal. So you're like, okay, okay, fuck. Oh my God, that's almost a dollar. Oh no, 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 90 cents plus shipping in box cardboard paper. It is heavy. So you either have to ship it by boat, which takes, you know, 30 to 45 days. And then it gets stuck at port for two months because right now everything's behind on COVID and you have nothing to ship with. So now you have to go to Amazon and spend three times as much on shipping product and you're overwhelmed because it costs more. Or nobody tells you that you'll get pinned with customs fees every once in a while and you end up having an extra, you know, two grand that you have to pay because customs fees. Or nobody tells you that, oh my God, be very careful about who you order from because sometimes when you test things and you make your big first order and you spend 10 grand, it's not always the same product. So be sure that you know your suppliers well. You know, nobody tells you these things until it's too late. And and these are things that can destroy a small business, you know? So I get it. I get it because I've been there before. I get it because I've missed out on so many opportunities because I didn't plan ahead. You know, we didn't have our boxes to ship because they were stuck at port or whatever. It is overwhelming. And I think the biggest thing about, you know, if you want to start another, a side hustle, right? You think, this is what I used to think. I just want to do, I want to start a lash company so that, um, you know, I'm just going to build it up to where it, it runs itself. That never happens. Oh my God. Literally, I hear this so many times and I'm like, oh my God, I know that's what I wanted. But the thing is, now you, now you actually work more. Now I'm working full-time and part-time. <laughs> so it's like, whoo, it's like that, that quote that says like, um, I decided to stop working for somebody 40 hours a week so that I could spend 60 hours a week working for myself. It's so true. It's so true. It's so exhausting. And it's hard because you don't really see a profit for a long time. I think Shauna and Mike said that they didn't even see a profit for two years. And that's probably what about we were, what we were about. You know, it's like, I think that people don't understand, you know, in the beginning, they're like, what? It's only $5,000 to make an order. Okay. But that's one, one item. And that's not, that's maybe like five to 10 of each item. (laughs) And then you're going to run out. Well, those people have minimum orders. So you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize that. Then you're like, oh my God, I have 72 items that I sell at minimum $5,000. It adds up quick. And something that, you know, they don't tell you, shipping. Shipping costs a lot 
of money. Shipping that I have to pay as SoCo Lashes to get my product here and shipping that I have to pay for you guys. Because oftentimes, like, for example, if we have something that's, you know, a really big um, package and, you know, we have like a flat rate $10 or um, priority is $16 shipping. If it's over a certain weight, it always costs more. We have things that sometimes cost us $30 to ship. It's insane. And for me, like from the outsider, before I opened this, I was like, I don't know, it costs like five bucks to ship because you're a business. You get a deal. Yeah, $30 is a deal. That is the discount. So all of these little added expenses, it's just, um, you know, (laughs) the, the title of the podcast, overwhelming. So, you know, I guess the best that I can say is, organize what is most important and the most important when you're starting a side hustle is making the money so that you can support yourself and working extra so you can support that side hustle that you're starting but that side hustle does not come first because that's not what's feeding your family you know and we get so mixed up in envy and looking at other people and like I just want to do this and you spend all of your money and you're not making any back and you're just feeding into this you know, you think bank account that's going to pay you back and it's not happening. And, um, kind of the same thing that happened with Lash Booth Collective. I had two girls that I was doing it with and, you know, we're not going to make a profit off of this for, I say three years because our first year was getting our name out there. And then year two was going to be our big event. And every penny that we made from the big event was going to go back into it and go towards the second big event. And the thing is, it's like, I don't, think that many people look at a business and you know think at it realistic think of it realistically sure if we were just going to do one event cool let's make a little bit of money done but i don't look at things like that i look at things for the big picture what they could be and i i guess i would just say you have to make sure it's something that you really enjoy and i know that that's said so often and it maybe just loses its validity but that is the thing that keeps you going if you actually like what you're doing It's easy. It's easy to work. It's like, you know, when you're scrolling on Instagram looking for inspiration for a post, it's actually enjoyable because you're scrolling. It's relaxing. That's the type of thing I mean. Find something that you enjoy doing and that you can turn that into profit. Um, I hope that this episode was helpful. Um, You know, organizing your thoughts on paper, post-its, make the top row how you make money because that is the most important. And, you know, maybe people will say that's greedy, but money, you know, a business is how you make money. And, you know, one, there, there was one, okay, this is going to be a little personal, but there was something that had happened in the past. And, um, somebody had asked me, do you even care about the environment or, or do you just do so collages for money? And my answer was both. Yeah. Yeah. I do care about the environment. I'm obsessed with animals. Haven't you noticed that anybody that knows me knows I'm obsessed with animals and plants and, uh, this planet is very important to me for various reasons. And yeah, maybe it's selfish because it's reasons like animals and plants and that could be viewed as selfish. But the thing is, I also have to make money. I also have to pay my bills. So the answer to that is both. Yep, I care about making money and I care that people want to come to my company and spend money so that I can make money. But I also care about that cause that I first started. So it's okay if your answer is both that is a business. If, if you're just doing a passion project and you know, you don't, money is not an issue. Oh my God. Oh God. That's wonderful. Do it. You know, if you're able to, oh my gosh, do it. And then maybe you can grow into something wonderful. But the reality for most of us is that we still have to make money.
you know, and when you're starting a business, you, you are the opposite of making money. You lose money because right now in this industry, everybody wants to start their own line. Everybody wants to start their own line. Everybody wants their own product line. Everybody, you know, wants to do what everybody else is doing. But the problem with that is if everybody has their own line, who's ever going to buy product? You see? So not that this is a deterrent. If you want to start your own line, oh my God, do it, do it, do it. But my, my biggest piece of advice would be to find something that is missing. And the, the, the side piece to that is just because it's missing doesn't really necessarily mean that people want it. So you have to find something that's missing and you have to find something that other people are passionate about because people want to just throw money at something that they're passionate about. And I think with SoCo, I think we got really, really, really lucky because, you know, I saw something that was missing and I, it made me feel like almost dark and guilty. I had all of these lash trays, um, these plastic lash trays from a company that I used to work with. And I was like, I'm going to keep them. Cause it's like, you can't recycle them. If you didn't know the plastic that is made from the lash trays that you buy from most companies, um, you can't recycle that plastic. You can technically speaking, but it costs twice as much to recycle than it does just to make a new product. And companies don't do that. They don't lose money. They make money. So, you know, it, it just bothered me. So because I cared so much about it, I spent so much money each box in the beginning because if anybody who doesn't know this soca lashes was the first company that created biodegradable lash tray yep the boxes that you see that everybody has we created that and the cool thing about that is now they're really inexpensive well they're more expensive than the plastic trays but I'll, i'll give you a side story before i end this when we first started my mission was to create a biodegradable and recyclable company, an eco-friendly company. So in reaching out, you know, you hear no, 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 no. Finally, somebody tells me yes. So we're doing, we're getting the design done. And then this, this company wants to back out. They're like, you know what, honestly, um, we're just going to give you the plastic tray for free. Um, so, you know, don't even, you don't even have to worry about it. We're just going to go back to plastic and, um, we won't charge you for it. And I'm like, no, no, I am in charge of this. This is my company. You're not telling me what I am and I'm not doing. This is what I'm ordering. And so they charged me a dollar her fucking box. Um, the reason it was so expensive was because I had to create the size. The size had never been created before. So it cost money to do something new. But the thing is, it wasn't about me. It was about a whole bigger picture. And it made me feel good. It made me sleep well at night. It made me feel good. And even though I was spending, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on something, I knew I maybe wouldn't see <laughs> a profit on ever. It was something that I was passionate about and it felt really good. It made me feel good. It made me feel like a good human being. So if you can find something like that, that you are that passionate about, that, that you're like, well, whatever. I, I think that it's, you know what, this is a good gamble for the better good of everybody. Um, and, you know, if you're really passionate about something, chances are a lot of other people are going to be passionate about that too. Um, but, you know, you just have to make sure that if you're, if you're dedicating your whole life savings to something, just be mindful of what you're doing. And I, I just, I feel really bad for a lot of the companies who have like these cute ideas, like their brand's so cute. But the thing is, if you don't have something to offer that's different, better, or unique, where does that bring your business? Cute boxes? So 
that would be my piece of advice. <laughs> I know we were talking about um, prioritizing <laughs> and um, overwhelm, but I guess we're going to twist this because I have ADD and we're going to end this on, I know so many of you want to start a passion project, but make sure that that is what it started from passion. And if you are investing your entire life savings and you have a family, just make sure it is something that is missing from the industry, but it's also something that's needed and wanted because also just because it's needed it doesn't mean people want it and like with the biodegradable boxes we put a lot of work into that because you know you have to think visually it has to be visually appealing so everything has to make sense and you know again if you want to shoot me a message on on instagram yeah it's funny because i get a lot of people i get actually a good amount of people asking me hey can i have um your supplier of where you get your your stuff from and i'm like I can give you the name of my supplier, but my products, I created my products. I don't white label things. We start with a white label to test. And then I say, okay, how do we make this more this? And then they're like, okay, well, let's try this fiber. Okay, let's try this. Oh, let's change this fiber to this. We spend a lot of money in our products. So I can give you guys the name of all of our suppliers, but our products aren't sold to other people because they're made for us, you know? Um, so, and, and you know, of course I wouldn't give our suppliers out. Of course. <laughs> Um, the whole thing is when you open a business like this, you are spending over a hundred grand over the course of a few years in finding product, developing product. Um, or maybe you're not, maybe you're just spending, I don't know, thirty, forty thousand $40,000 on white labeling product. I don't know. What do you, what kind of business do you want to be? Um, so either you're going to go inexpensive, you're going to go expensive, but either way, it's still a lot of money, you guys. Um, anyways, I hope that you enjoy this. ADD episode (laughs) and I'll see you guys next week. Have a wonderful 4th of July. And for those of you who stuck with me for this almost whole 30 minutes, thanks man. See you next week. Jenna Cash here with Inspo Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you to everybody who has supported this podcast Thank you to everybody who has shared this on your Instagram stories. Thank you to everybody who has told your friends about this podcast. It is fulfilling something that I didn't know needed fulfilling. And I'm so grateful from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. And feel free to leave a five-star review. Leave a written review. And if you didn't like this podcast, uh, don't, don't leave a review. Just go ahead and give it a five star because I made the effort. <laughs> um, but really, thank you. Thank you for your time. I know time is invaluable and you can't ever get it back. So every minute that you've listened to one of my episodes, thanks, man. if you know somebody that you think that this episode could help take a screenshot and share it on your story for me or if you could give me a five-star rating and leave a written review appreciate it you guys